Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thank you all for being with us today. We are going to break down the schedule. Now, we got a lot to talk about because we're going to talk about all 17 games. We're going to get into some detail. But as we do this, I want to thank all of you. Our podcast and everything is just booming Literally tens of thousands of you are watching, and I just personally want to tell you thank you. And here's what you can expect from us. Number one, we're not going to be dropping F-bombs. We're professional journalists. I'm not saying that people that do that are bad. I'm just telling you what you can expect here at this channel. That's not a, a statement against anyone else. It's just a statement of who we are. And we're going to keep it professional. Number two is we're not disrespecting the fans. You're not morons. You're not idiots. We're not going to treat you that way. Um, and without you, I don't have a job. And ultimately, I certainly am appreciative for the people at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. I'm appreciative for my partners with the Fans First Sports Network that do the audio pods. But I just want you to know that around here, we, we operate and treat you with a, a complete respect. It's okay if you disagree with me. I'm not God. And I want to go through and kind of explain to you how we predict. And then we're going to go through the season together. My first two seasons covering the Raiders, I nailed their, their um, prediction records. My third season, which was last year, I was utterly terrible. I predicted the Raiders to go 12 and 7. Uh, excuse me, that's not true. 12 and 5, obviously not 12 and 7. And I was very wrong. Now, coming up in a future podcast, I had several of you ask me, why did I get it wrong last year? And I'm actually going to address that. So this isn't the time I'm going to do it. But I promise you, um, I've went through and looked at why did I miss it last year? I think there were a lot of really good reasons. No excuses. I missed it. But um, I think there were some good reasons that we're going to give those to you and discuss those with you. Um, another thing that I want to get into is when I look at games, now, first of all, you and I both know this is way too early. I don't believe all the starters from the opening game are on the roster yet, number one. Number two, you know, injuries. We don't factor into injuries. So there's a lot of that. So going into my predictions, um, first of all, we're going to assume Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy in all 17 games. Now, is that a stretch based on his track record? Absolutely it is, and I fully admit it. But I can't predict injury. But here is what I will say. If he misses significant time because of injury, then Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels made a very big mistake. They rolled the dice on Jimmy Garoppolo being healthy. And that's fine. They're, they're the ones who put their careers on the line, so clearly they believe it. And, and we're going to be fine with that. But understand, I said it before they got Jimmy. I said it after they got Jimmy. And I'm going to be held accountable. If Jimmy Garoppolo misses significant time for injury, this is on them. And it'll be nobody's fault but their own. Now, having said that, I look at every game and I take into several factors. But obviously not knowing what the final rosters are, I'm going on the information available today. But there are a couple things that I look at. If they played this game 10 times, how many do I think each team would win? Now, 
If it's six and four, then I predict the team that would win at six. If it's five and five, then I always go with the home team. And so, again, I know I missed it last year, but traditionally over several decades, I have a terrific track record. I don't mean that braggadociously. I'm just I'm bragging more about the system I use uh, and how I do that. So let's get right into it. I'm going to have some notes, so don't laugh at me, but I want to be able to look and see what I wrote and look at my notes. The first game is Sunday, September 10th. And they're at the Denver Broncos at Empower Field. It's a 425 game on CBS. Now, I think the Raiders go up here and lose this football game. And I want you to hear me for a minute. I know that the Raider, that the Broncos have traditionally, as of late, the Raiders have owned them. Now, I don't think Sean Payton is a god of coaching the way a lot of fans do. I think he's a really good coach. I think there were some years that his teams generally underperformed in New Orleans, but uh, I'm trying to say it right. And but New Orleans, excuse me, but uh, I got family down there, so I got to say New Orleans right. But um, I do think he's a very good coach, very good coach. Give him all the credit in the world. I don't do it. Do I think he is a uh, a Bill Parcells? No, but do I think he's a great coach? I do. And so do I think he's a Hall of Fame coach? I, I certainly think he could be. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think his resume determines it yet, but I think he could be. But I think you're not going to see the circular firing squad that we've seen from the Denver Broncos in years past. So I think the Raiders, Raiders go up there, but I still think that's a good football team. I don't think Russell Wilson is what he used to be. You may remember last year, when I did my prediction, I said, everyone's talking about Russell Wilson like he's the Russell Wilson of old, and he's not. But I think that they're going to put him in a much better place to succeed. And I think that the, the Denver Broncos are going to be a better team this year. I think the Raiders go on and start the season 0-1. Then the next game is Sunday, September 8th, uh, excuse me, 17th, at Buffalo Bills, uh, uh, Highmark Stadium, in Orchard Park at one o'clock. That game is Eastern on CBS. I'm a buyer in Josh Allen. I'm a buyer in the Bills. I like this organization. I like this team. I like the way they've built. I think they're a gold standard. I think there are a few teams that are gold standards. And I think the Raiders are a building team, but I don't think the Raiders in any way go into Orchard Park on the road out East and win this football game. Just don't see it. And, and I think the Raiders start 0-2. Then we come to Sunday, October 1st. It's at Los Angeles's, uh, excuse me, then I went ahead a week, sorry. Then we come to Sunday, September 24th. It's the first of six national televised games for the Raiders. And Raider Nation, I've been telling you for the four seasons I've been covering this team, that the national media loves to play you to get click, 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 because they get paid with clicks. And the fan base is so huge that negativity sells. Now, I don't think you should be a cheerleader or a Kool-Aid salesman. But, man, I can tell you in being in this business, being negative almost sells more than being positive. So let me tell you what my philosophy is. I'm neither. I'm not negative towards the team. And I'm not a cheerleader for the team. I tell you exactly what I think is going to happen. So on Sunday, September 24th, Sunday Night Football, 
the Pittsburgh Steelers come to Allegiant Stadium at 8.20 p.m. Eastern, a game on NBC. I think the Raiders get this game. I, I think the Raiders should have beat them last year. I think there was some consternation in the team. I think there was some tension in the team. Um, we'll just leave it right there because that was last year. But I think there's changes. And I think at Allegiant Stadium, with a lot of Steeler fans there because they travel well, that the Raiders get their first win and start one and two. Then they go the next week, October 1st, down to SoFi Stadium uh, to take on the, the Bolts. That's a 405 Eastern game on CBS. And I think the Raiders go down there. I think that they play tough. I think it's going to be a tough football game, but I don't think the Raiders win at SoFi and they start the season at one and three. The next week is Monday, October 5th, Monday night football. Big ball game here. The Green Bay Packers come to Allegiant Stadium. It's an 8-15 Eastern kick. That game is on ESPN with the nation watching. And I think you're going to start to see the Raiders pass rush. You know, last year we all knew Chandler Jones. Excuse me, Max Crosby. Chandler Jones disappeared. He did not have a good year. I think that that's an anomaly. I'm not saying he's going to be the Chandler Jones of old. I think you got him. You got Tyree Wilson. I think you got some other things. I think the Raiders get it on Monday Night Football and start the year two and three. Then you go to October 5th. Uh, 15th, excuse me. The Patriots come to Allegiant Stadium. I apologize about that. That's one of my phones that I um, use when I'm getting information from people. So I apologize that it went off. Certainly no disrespect to you. And you come in on the 15th, Allegiant Stadium with the New England Patriots. And again, I think the Raiders get this one. Um, The Raiders did not play well last year and still found a way to beat them. Obviously, it was a fluke play. But I always laugh when people say, oh, it was a fluke play. Okay, but when they lose on a fluke play, you don't say they lost on a fluke play. Let me tell you something. The motto of the Raiders is just win, baby. I don't care if it's a a fluke play or not. If you win, you win. There's no asterisk in the win column or the loss column in the National Football League. I think they do. I think they win this game, and I think that gets the Raiders back to 3-3 three and three to five hundred. That's, you know, they all of a sudden there, they got their first two-game winning streak, and you're starting to see something from the Raiders. Now, I don't think they're going to the playoffs, and I know I should probably wait and tell you that at the end, but I think that they're going to have an improved season, and I think that they're going to give Raider Nation some stuff to really look at. So let's go to the next one. Sunday, October 22nd, they head up to Chicago to take on the Bears at Soldier Field. 105 Eastern is that game. That's on CBS. Now, this is a game that they could win. And I had this five and five. I'm just telling you right now, because I know that Justin Fields, um, I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the National Football League. Do I think he's going to be Josh Allen? No. Do I think he's going to be Joe Burrow? No. But, man, I think he's in that next tier. I think he's going to be pretty good. It's early in the year. So it's not necessary, you know, you're not going to have it, you know, the snow and all of that. But I would just say to you that when I look at this game, five and five, I'm going to go with the home team. But a win here wouldn't surprise me um, at all for the, the Raiders. But I think this takes the Raiders to three and four. Then you come into another Monday night game, and this is at the Detroit Lions at Ford Field, 815 
kickoff on ESPN. I find it really funny that when in just a short a, a span of four weeks, the Raiders get two Monday night football games. It reminds me when I was a kid, some most of you guys are not as old as me, but it used to be, it seemed like every week you turned on Monday night football and it was the Oakland Raiders and Howard Cosell. Anybody remember those good old days? But uh, I think, you know, two times in four weeks tells you the power of the Raider brand. I think they go up to Detroit. <clears throat> and I just think Detroit has a lot of weapons. I don't think that they're a team. I think they're a rebuilding team. I'm not so sure they even get to the playoffs. But I think this is a game. Again, I had it six and four. Raiders and Lions, so I'm going to give this game to the Lions. Then you come up on Sunday, November 5th, the New York Giants, the G-Men, invade Allegiant Stadium at 425. The game's uh, on Fox. And I know Daniel Jones played much better last year. and I know what they have. I'm well aware of what the G-Men have. But this is a home game. I think that you know, this is a team, a Raiders team that was will be giving fans something to cheer about. They're, they're seeing it. I think they're starting to see. I don't think everybody's on board at this point. I'm not implying everybody's singing Kumbaya and putting Josh McDaniel statues in their front yard. But what I am saying is I think they're seeing something. And I think the G-men come in, and I think this is the first game all year where all three phases, defense, special teams, offense, really put something together. And I think the Raiders take out the G-men. And I've got that. Then that would put their record at four and five. Then we come to November 12th, Sunday night football, J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S, Jet, 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 Jets, and Aaron Rodgers. Now, I am not an Aaron Rodgers guy. I think Aaron Rodgers is a tremendously talented football player. I have too many friends that have played with him that have been part of that organization. And Aaron Rodgers does not come in and he's not the immediate team leader that everybody falls in love with. That's just not going to happen. I'm going to leave it there because I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, but like Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy that, you know, his teammates love him. They really do. They like him. He, Hard worker. He's a guy. He's involved. And uh, and that's not what Aaron Rodgers is. Now, it doesn't change the fact that he is a prolific player, a great player. But now, not true, a good player. I've shared this with you before. Irvin Johnson, Magic, once said to me, you can't be a great player if you don't make other people around you better. You're only a good player. That's what did. That's what takes you from good to great. Is you and 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 I don't see that. I'm sorry. Um, with all that Aaron Rodgers has had around him, has he won a lot? Yeah, but man, not a lot mattered, which is in the playoffs. Great defense. I think they come in, and I think it's a battle. But I'm just going to tell you, I think that Raiders pass rush is going to be going. I think they're going to give. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers some issues I think it's super close but I'm going to give that one to the Raiders I think they sweep Gotham and uh, what a game that would be against the New York J-E-T-S J-E-T-S Jet 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 Jets so again that would uh, put their record at five and five then we come into Sunday November 19th and this is a game 
at the Miami Dolphins, at the Fish. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff Eastern time on CBS. I, I fully expect that, you know, Tua will be battling injuries. He's constantly injured, just like Jimmy Garoppolo is. But remember, I don't figure in injuries. But I think the Raiders go on the road. I think that is a super talented team that's getting better. I think they've got a terrific young coach. And I just don't think the Raiders go on the road and, and win in Miami. Could they? Yes. In fact, I don't remember the number, but I think it was six and four. I thought if they play this game 10 times, it'd be six and four. Maybe it was seven and three in my analysis. So I'm going to give this one to the fish. That puts the Raiders at five and six. Then you go to Sunday, November 26. This is the Kansas City Chiefs at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, 425 kickoff Eastern on CBS. I think the Raiders play well, but I think the Raiders lose. Um, I think that Kansas City gets up for the Raiders, which they should. It's a rivalry game. The Raiders are up for them. They're up for the Raiders. <clears throat> I think the Raiders are a team that's improving, but I don't think they're ready yet to beat the defending Super Bowl champions in a team that I think is headed towards a, another Super Bowl appearance. Not sure they're going to win it. But another appearance, I, I'm going to give that one to the Chiefs. Man, I know you guys are going to hate me for that. But remember, my job's not a fan. My job's to give you my analysis. And so that puts the Raiders at 5-7. and seven. Then you come into Sunday, December 3rd. It's a bye week. I guarantee the Raiders don't lose that week. <laughs> then um, Sunday the 10th, Minnesota Vikings come to town, Allegiant Stadium, 4.05 p.m. Eastern on CBS. My buddy Kirk Cousins. I think the Raiders win this game, go to six and seven on the year. I think that there's enough defensive pressure. I think by this time you're seeing some of the young players really stepping up and playing well. And uh, I, I just think that there's, there's there's some turnovers here by the, by the Vikings and the Purple Men leave uh, with a loss. Again, six and seven at this point. Then you come to Thursday night football. Chargers come back to Allegiant Stadium. I think it's a different story. I think they rattle Herbert. I think they go and they get a big win, and you're 14 games in. And I think you got your Raiders at 7-7. Seven and seven. Then Monday, December 25th, it's Christmas at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Raiders are certainly excited. I think it's going to be a, a, a good football game. I think it's going to be cold. And, again, I just think the Chiefs are too much, especially at home. On a national crowd, I just don't see the Raiders winning this game at all. That puts the Raiders at 7-8. and eight. Then we come into Sunday the 31st. It's New Year's Eve at the Indianapolis Colts, Lucas Oil Stadium, 1 o'clock Eastern. We know that the, that the Colts have a lot of question marks, but they have some players. But I think this is one of those games where the Raiders go east. And now look, at, they're sitting there at 7-8 and eight going into this game. I think they feel like they're better than what their record is at this point. I think they're still in the wild card hunt. And I think they go up there and I think they get a statement win that says, yeah, we are different. We're not last year. We are growing. We are improving. And again, I think they go up to Indianapolis and get the win. And I think, you know, that puts the Raiders at eight and eight, still in the wild card hunt and still battling to when they come home on the seventh and they take on the Denver Broncos. This game, to me, is a very big game for a lot of reasons. I think it's a pride game. I think it's a game where they make a decision 
you know what? We got to finish with a with a, a, a above 500 record. We're still on the wild card hunt. And I think the Raiders come out and again, I think we see where they've grown. And I think they come out and get the win. And I think the Raiders are going to finish the season at nine and eight. Now, obviously, that is predicated largely on Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy. And this staff and the leadership, Dave Ziegler, have bought into that. So I think you you give them the benefit of a doubt and say, okay, you want to believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? That's great. Then go ahead. And if it if it if it doesn't work because of the injury history, it's all on you guys. Everybody knew the injury history. And if it ends up where he's injured and it turns into a lost season and the Raiders do get four, five, six wins, and then I think you've got to ask yourself. I think then it's fair and germane to ask questions. You know, where, where are you at? You gambled, you lost. But again, I think you go back and give these gentlemen, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, they believe in this guy. They don't want to be fired. They don't want their careers. They're making millions of dollars. They're not looking for that. So they believe them. And I think that they've earned the right to, to do exactly what they wanted. We know they wanted Tom Brady. It's factual. We know that there was interest in Aaron Rodgers until it was just obvious the drama and the cost and all that wasn't there. They wasn't there. Uh, there was interest in Mac Jones. And that was just something that at the time was not viable. So they went out. They chose to move on from Derek Carr. And they go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo. This is their guy. They own it. And let's be fair to Jimmy. When he is healthy, he is a tremendous quarterback. He's extremely accurate, and he's a big winner. So I think this 9-8 and eight record is all predicated on the health of Jimmy Garoppolo. If he's healthy, feel very, very confident in that. If he's not, Katie, bar the door. It could be a long year in the silver and black. But I think 9-8, and eight, assuming Jimmy stays healthy, is a very fair analysis. They were not able to address everything. And that's just the way the NFL works. They're not going to be able to. But I think it shows them guys. It shows them pieces moving forward. And then I also think it allows the Raiders um, to look at some things that they need to address in the next offseason to take that next step, to compete with the Chiefs for an AFC West title. I still think they're, they're two seasons away from that. I expect that in 24 to compete, not saying they'll get it, but to be compatible, com, excuse me, competitive. But in this season, I think the Raiders need to be in the hunt for the wild card. Now at nine and eight, I don't think they're going to get the wild card, but still it's an above 500 season. Jimmy Garoppolo stays. If he stays healthy, I think the Raider nation has something to be excited about looking going into 24. I think you can see the pattern of where Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are taking the team. So is it optimistic? If Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy, absolutely not. But the optimism may be in Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy, but I think that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels have earned the right. They're, they're comfortable in this. I think, okay, then they've earned the right to be trusted. And if it doesn't work, finger pointing begins and rightfully so. So there's my predictions on the year. 
And uh, obviously, we'll keep them up uh, when we get closer to the season. Each week, I do give you my predictions, so you'll get those. Um, obviously, as rosters change and injuries figure in and all of that kind of stuff. So I ex- certainly expect those to be considerably more accurate. That's why we call these my way-too-early predictions. But again, thank you for joining us on Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation uh, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I know you got a lot of places you can get your information, and so I don't take it for granted that you come here. So God bless you all. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, whatever you're doing, let me hear from you. You can go to our Facebook page, wherever. You can go to our community page. I want to hear from you. What are your predictions? What are your thoughts? Hit me up on Twitter. I always like to interact with you guys. Thanks for joining us.